Hello all, welcome to Daily Devotionals. Today we're going to be studying at 8 verses 14 through 25. And I read, Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, and I quote, Give me, the, give me this power also that anyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit, end of quote. But Peter said to him, and I quote, Your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this your wickedness, and pray God if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. End of quote. Then Simon answered and said, And I quote, Pray to the Lord for me, that none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. End of quote. So when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. <clears throat> Alright. Here we um see that we have an encounter with the famous Simon the Sorcerer. I always heard about Simon the Sorcerer, um, you know, and if if we be honest with ourselves, let's just be honest and quite frank, that God ain't stupid, because God, God knows all, God sees all, and God desires the best for his people a year we, we have an encounter with Simon the sorcerer who in a similar manner he wanted to buy the disciples to give him the same power that God gave us. God didn't give us no condition to give us the power that's in us, that he lives in us. He didn't give us any condition. He didn't tell us that, my children, for me to give you this Holy Spirit that is living in you, for me to be in living in you through the Holy Spirit, you have to pay me this amount of money. We have to go sleep with this amount of men. We have to go see this person. He didn't ask us to do anything. Right? If, okay, this encounter that someone sorcerer did with Peter, of asking that, okay, if I pay you this amount of money, can you give me the Holy Spirit? 
to go and do the same thing that you're doing with them since you know that's my job even though i don't have the same source you have who in the first encounter did you see who did this and is the leader of all who has the same source that someone's story is doing right now who did this the first time isn't that the devil that tempted jesus when jesus was walking right after he finished his 40 days and 40 nights fast and he was really hungry so bad the devil tempted him a desert and so told him that oh you know you can change this stone to bread and son of god and he told him you cannot leave that bread alone right but by the word but every word that comes out from the from the mouth of god right now he also turned to him and said okay how about I give you all these things you know this paradise I have here right what did Jesus tell him let me let me go let me go to that that passage So let me let me read exactly what he told them. Alright, after just told them that you shall not live by bread alone, but with every word that comes out from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy place in the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you're the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. Right? And in the hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. They just said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And this time, exactly what my point is, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. All the, in, and in all the glory, and he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Right? This is exactly the turn around that some sorcerer did. He said, okay, let me go back to the passage that um he said. Um, he said, and then when Simon saw that through the Holy Spirit was on um, that um, the laying of hands of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given. He offered the money, saying, and I quote, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. End of quote. So he offered the money, just as the Satan offered Jesus the whole world. Just said to him, away with you, right? Satan for his written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Exactly as Peter responded to him, Peter responded to him that your money perish with you, right? Because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. 
right? You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Right? So these two are kind of similar. Salmon kind of took similarity to the devil here. He's trying to buy the Holy Spirit. The same way that Satan tried to buy Jesus with the world. And Peter told Simon that you cannot buy God away with you. Right? He told him in that same manner that Jesus told Satan away with you by saying that your money perish with you. Away with you. Your money perish with you. Right? Because you thought that the gift of God could be perished with, could be bought with your money, purchased with your money. No, it can't. It's given freely by God because of His grace and love He has for His people. You cannot buy it. He has no conditions to give it to you. He gave us to us freely, so we give to us people freely. So. I just saw the, there's a very resemblance between the two and it kind of, it kind of, when I was reading this part, this particular part where Simon the sorcerer, you know, in, although he, I don't know his true intentions that, you know, he, he got baptized by the, the name of Jesus and he had to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but his intentions wasn't truly to save people, it's just to try to maximize his powers with what he already has, with the Holy Spirit, which you cannot do. That's blaspheming God. So I, I don't see him as him trying to come and join the flock of God, trying to be a disciple. I just saw him like he was trying to, you know, add him to maximize his powers and everything. That, that he had for you know to go and keep serving Satan. So um it was a very interesting part of um the passage trying to to relate the two where you have uh, in Matthew in Matthew um four and and where certain turns Jesus and that is kinda when I, when I was reading the sermon it kind of brought me back to where Satan was tempting Jesus in that particular part and he was saying that I'll give you the whole world if you fall to my feet it was kind of telling me that oh Simon was saying that I can give you this money if you give me the Holy Spirit to continue on my my um you know sorcery to even maximize my sorcery just give it to me too because I see it, it is something great which people today don't want to admit, they keep going to, to psychics, and psychics admit it, they, they know that God is, is higher, and they, they even go to him and try to tap into his powers to maximize himself. This is Sammy Sorcerer, they do that. It's blasphemous. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. Peter clearly stated, away with you. You cannot buy God. People try to buy God to maximize whatever demonic thing they're doing. It's not right. That's abomination. 
That's blasphemy. You cannot do that. God said, it's only me and me alone you shall worship. There is no other but me. And you control me through my son. That's, that's it. That is it. Simple. Point blank. No black. No, no gray area. You see that you're black. Which you, you will do your sorcery with all of your power. Don't come and include me in it. You can't buy me. You can't use me. You can't link me in it. No. Want to do your sorcery? Go do your sorcery. Don't include me. Because when the devil left me, he didn't ask me what I felt or how I was considering his, his um, decisions. So he decided to go down there and do his thing. So when he do his thing, do his thing. Cons- go, 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 go consult him on how to get higher powers. Don't come and see me. Don't come and see me. Because he didn't come and see me when he was leaving. He knew what he was doing, but he said, oh, I don't want to serve this, I don't want to serve you no more. He knew that. So, whatever powers that he has, go and consult him for that. Don't come and be buying God. That is blasphemy. Even the devil knows that. The devil knows that his powers are not even cannot even amount to what God has, but he still is here trying to sell. Go see God, see if he can he can help you tap into some powers that I have here. No, you can't. No, you can't. Mm-mm. You can't do that. God and devil work together. You don't see the same office. Mm-mm. We're not friends. So, um, I just wanted to clarify that because that really mocked me when I was reading Simon the Sorcerer and I was, when I was reading, I was like, oh, here, she's trying to, you know, get back with God. <laughs> no, he's trying to buy God. And that really got me real deep. And, um, and just pointed me to like God keep telling me, oh, it's about you know Satan trying to you know tell God, like a little child buy me off too, get me to end the whole world. When I I said the world is my footstool, I sit on that. So what's the point for me to get the world? If it's my footstool, I made the world. It's in my hands. I don't need it. It's under my control. That's, that's what God said. I and I believe we studied that part where he says it's his footstool. In um, if I can, wasn't at seven or six. I think it's at six.
I'm trying to find it. Um, Okay, maybe it's a power I did not really read about it, but it's somewhere I think in Acts of Servant where he said, The world is my footstool. So, um, Well, okay, in Acts 7, he said, let me start reading from verse 48. He said, however, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands, as the prophet says, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Has my hands not made all these things? So, why do the setting wants to give him the earth if it's his first <laughs> Like he puts his feet on that, resting upon it, controlling it, and everything. So, why does he need the earth again for? He don't need the earth. It's his footstool. He made it with his own hands. Why does he need the first the earth for? The world for? And then Simon comes in again and says, I can pay you for this power. Mm -mm. This is divine power, not some rubbish. um, I don't know what to call it. Powers that you guys see every now and then, it changes to this kind of power this kind of power they say we can tap into this in this in this source to get this kind of uh-uh. this 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 power is divine and it's eternal it is it's so powerful it's powerful than any other powers that of course any other powers in this world is devilish so which is powerful than all of those devilish powers that we know of so you cannot buy God period the de- the devil tried to deal with Jesus and Jesus put him at his, at his, at his place now Simon the sorcerer tried again with Peter and Peter exactly like Jesus said you know what you're trying to go by the devil I'm not gonna force your trap now Jesus 
Jesus put him in his place. I'm going to put you in your place. Your, your, your father of lies has, has, has so, has, I don't even know, but you and your money away with that. Because you cannot buy God. He gave us the Holy Spirit full of grace and love. Because the famous um, verse um, for so for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That to tell you enough that there was no condition. There was no payment. There was no, I don't know what. I think it's uh, the famous verse, chapter John. Yeah, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That just tells you that I have no conditions. All I have is love. I loved you so much that I had, I gave up my only son for you to save you. There's no condition there. Did you guys see any conditions that he gave? No. Did you see anything that he said, oh, I have to pay me for this? No. He said, he said, okay, your daughter's, did your mother daughter did this? No. He said, it's all love. Love for you. He loves this world so much that he gave to only begotten son to save us all. Period. Point blank. Simple as that. And that love ain't this love that you guys claim that we claim. Let me say, you know, that's a you. I'm, I'm proud of it because I'm not perfect. We all claim every day that that's the love that, that's the love that he's talking about. This love is that love that we call agape love. That love that has no boundaries, no conditions. And no matter what you do, he still loves you. Not that he condones what you do. That's, that's different. Because people are here confusing love with, con- with, with um, how to condone things. My parents love me. They don't condone what I do all the time. My family loves me. My friends love me. I mean, I don't know how kind of love my friends do have. But, you know, all the world have for you. But God's love... Is that we need to reflect upon each other. Because it's a love that will help you to be a better person. Because the way he loves you, he loves you unconditionally. But sometimes he loves you, he also, you know, grooms you. You say, oh no, baby girl, I love, I love you. But what you're doing right now, I will not tolerate it. He will chastise you. That is love. He will beat you to the 
to the point where not beat you physically, but you you feel that that guilt in you that you, what I'm doing is not right. You need to change it. That's love. That's God telling you, Mm-mm. God, maybe God changed what you're doing. That's God loving you. That's His love. And I love that you be saying, oh, I love you. But then you're, you're tolerating every single bad thing that the person is doing. And letting it go. And they'll be thinking that I'm doing right when I'm doing wrong. No. He loves you. But whatever wrong you do, he don't condone. And he said in the Bible, he, he has it, he has it there. He loves every one of us. Yes, even the ones that have done the most grievous sins. But does he condone those sins? No. But does he want you to change? Yes. Come to him. So, um, I just wanted to, you know, clarify those things. People understand where this passage is coming from. It's like it was reflecting Matthew 4. Um, and if I'm correct, it was Matthew 4 verses 1 through 11. So the whole Yeah, so verses 1 through 11, that, that part were certain times Jesus. So, um, just wanted to clear that part for us all to understand where the disciples are coming from, where Simon was coming from, and that we shouldn't take it too lightly. Just because someone does these things doesn't mean that's right. You can you cannot buy God. Period. You can't. It's not right. It's blasphemy. And we do this every day. Like even in churches, you see these people that you know it's okay do this like they will give you conditions that oh if I had to service you please you gotta give me this amount of money oh why how do you think that people are still on the streets or people don't have the, the help that God intends to help them and you'll be seeing your pastor with a brand new jet or a brand new car or a brand new this when God has clarified that this money should be given to my community or the people that I intend to give which is my people that need those things people that are in need of them but you are here enriching yourself with the money that God so gave for others Using God as a tool to make money. God said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. I and money do not mix. That's basically what God is saying. 
So don't come and put my name in that. We do not mix. And saying that, oh, give me this upheating amount of power is the most blasphemous thing that you can ever do. And Simon, <laughs> as an encounter was the first, the devil said he'd give the whole world. Now he sends his now his disciples, Simon, so that he can do it in the level too. Ask for the Holy Spirit to even make our powers more more efficient. Pay him for that. He even made worse. That is blasphemy. Because if God gave us that out of love, how are you gonna put something so low? beyond you it's not a bit enough to be amount to anything in the world it's beyond this world and the devil comes in and say oh I paid the amount of money to gain this power no that is blasphemy that's how Peter said away with you Satan money is the root of all evil So he said, away with your money. But, um, yeah, that's just how I see this passage. And I just want to share my input on it. If y'all see it a different way, please let me know. Because right after I read that passage, and I read the whole chapter of chapter 8, by the way, but that really spoke out to me. Because uh, as I was reading it, I was seeing certain terms Jesus. Certain terms Jesus. Like God was keep telling me. That's exactly what it is. The similarities was just there. So I went to read that passage and I said, like, okay. So those two just blending together. It's like It's like history repeats itself in the same book. And you will see history repeats itself in the Bible a lot. Like, um, it's just, it's just great. But this is a, a learning, 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 um, thing. Like, you see what God's saying that it happened? Don't do it. Uh, no it's blasphemy insulting me don't do it but unfortunately we have a lot of people that are falling in, falling into these traps of you know buying God just because you want higher powers and so even these powers end up destroying you because it's demonic So not only have you gravely sinned, you destroy yourself in the process. So what was it worth? Nothing. So um, hopefully this has um, enlightened 
you all a bit but like I said um do leave something if you guys see a lot of way I would love to see opinions if not you all have a blessed day